So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. So now let's talk about a topic that would help everybody listening. So you hearing us, you're hearing all these things, all these headlines, everything, and you're like, all right, so we might get a recession. It might be bad. It might turn into a depression. It might not turn into a depression. You know, it might tank the housing market. It might not tank the housing for the, market. For the first time, the Fed might actually just create a soft landing and we just ride off into the sun. Yes, and we'll, everybody will start riding unicorns. So you have I would like to all those. Unicorn. I bet you would. So th those are all the things. Right. Uh, these are all the hesitations and everything. So now as a real estate investor, as somebody getting into the market, what is it that you can do to prepare for whatever is to come? Right. So John made a good point where one of the things that we've done with the profits that we've been making is actually reinvest it in our own education. We've joined two coaching groups. One is on mindset and the other one's on real estate. And these coaching groups is to further increase our network with people that have vast amount of resources, people that are in different markets, people that are doing different types of investing and strategies and stuff like that. So what we're doing is preparing ourselves with the network and with the community that we're going to need to weather whatever storm comes about. So it's one of those things that we're working on our mindset because when these things happen, this was this was one of the points that PBD brought up that I thought was a really good point. He says, in a cri when a crisis hits, you have three types of people. One, those who shut down. These are the people that panic, and if they have a business, they shut it down. They 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 don't know what to do. They panic. They freak out. The, these are the people that don't do anything. Then you have those people that just survive. They just go into survival mode. Maybe they get side hustles, extra job, whatever it is, just to make ends meet. And then your third group are the people who come out of it stronger, right? So what we want you to be is those that come out of it stronger. In order to come out of it stronger, you need to work on yourself. You need to work on your mindset. Your mindset is so crucial right now because the things that are going to happen, they're going to be whips on your head back and forth, and you're not going to know which way is up, where to go if you are reactive to the market. What we are more looking at is how do you be uh, more, what do you call it? Where you predict, you anticipate the market more than you react oh, yeah. to it. Yeah. You're more proactive. So you're anticipating, you're preparing yourself. The things may not go that bad. It may not happen at all. The market may not crash. Everything might just level off. Like you're saying, you know, it might level off. Things are going to get a little bit. Okay. It's a little slower or whatever, but that's about it. Great. Nothing happens. You are fine either way, but in case it does, are you prepared for that? 
Are you financially prepared? Is your household prepared? Are your finances prepared? Like, are you, your expenses, the way you manage your, your money, the way you invest your money, are you prepared? Your investments, the way you invest, are you ready for that? We've already reached out to some of our buyers. We've gotten a few deals. And they're like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the sidelines right now. I'm just kind of, I'm not sure what's coming. I'm not sure if I want to buy a property right now. They're acting scared. They're worried about what's happening. I don't know if what they're doing is right or wrong, but I think not doing anything isn't the answer either. You know, because this thing is coming whether you like it or not, you know, whatever's going to come. And it's like, if you're not doing anything, you know, I, I heard this saying before that's like, if you want everything to stay the same, something's got to change. Because if you don't change, things don't stay the same. They actually get worse. You understand? So if you want things to stay the same, something's got to change. So I don't want you guys to be paralyzed. So what are some things that we are doing besides we got the coaching, we're educating ourselves. What are some things that we're doing that you've been doing, let's say, maybe in the finance department and our operations so we can better prepare for whatever comes down the line? I mean, it's just understanding your finances. Like, where does your money go every month? Mm -hmm. Like, where are you spending it? It's like, hey, I have money in the bank account. Yeah, you have money in the bank account, but how quickly do you burn that money? Like, where is it being spent within your business? And it's like, okay, where this is discretionary spending. I could cut my budget by 20% if I needed to. Because, like, it's one of the things, one of the guys that I follow, and one thing he always says, there's like two type of economics environments bad times and preparing for bad times. Right. Like, there is no good times. And it's like, no, when it's good, that's when you should be preparing for the next time around, it gets bad again. Mm -hmm. That's what smart people do. That's what investors do. That's what business owners do. It's like, hmm, hey, things are going, but I'm not going to spend recklessly and go out and buy my fancy Ferrari because I deserve it or show Rolexes because it looks good on Instagram. Right. And, and to that point, this is not to say that you guys can't live a luxurious life. By all means, live it if you can afford it. Yeah. Don't buy that expensive vehicle or take that crazy vacation or buy that huge it's, house it's thing, if, you, if you're you know, if it's going to tap you out or get you pretty close to tapping you out, that's like, well, if all this thing, like, you know, if, my, if the business slows down, I lose my house. It's like understanding why you make money the way you do. Yeah. It's like, like you said, like, go buy it. If you can afford it and you're like, yeah, I get my money from this source, this source, what kind of value and what's your stability in that, that company? Yeah, we, we like, recently, yesterday, I mean, we did our, our quarterly review, right? We reviewed all our finances. What is our monthly burn rate? What is, you know, what is it that that money is going into? What kind of uh, marketing? What are the marketing channels? And we started analyzing and kind of stress testing. Like, okay, if we lose this marketing channel that's generating this level of revenue, it's like, which other one can we go into? So that's what we've been doing in the good times. In the good times, we've been expanding where I've spoken to so many investors uh, especially recently, that they're in direct mail. All they do is direct mail, 100% direct mail, right? And it's like, well, it works. I'm like, until it doesn't. Oh, it's always going to work. <laughs> I'm like, wow. You know, talk about being a gambler. It's always, nothing always works. You know, things work for a certain period of time and then it changes and then it shifts. And then it's, it, you know, things work in different ways. So it's like, direct mail is working for you. You're killing it right now. Awesome. Why don't you implement SEO? cold calling, text messaging, I mean, anything else to go supplementing that just in case direct mail stops working, you have another avenue that you can tap into. 
And people are not looking at it that way. This one thing works. It's been working for the last year or so. So I'm only going to do this one thing. And that is it. And those are things that you and I, like, we've never done. We do single family. Right now, what are we getting educated on? Warehousing, strip center, office buildings, multifamily. We're starting to look at other asset classes. Because when the market shifts, single family might take a hit. But maybe retail starts picking up. Maybe warehousing is what's picking up. There's always going to, the money's going to go somewhere. It doesn't evaporate. Yeah. And the wealth like, is like money doesn't destroy it. It just changes hands. Exactly. It's going to go somewhere. Like the only thing that destroys wealth is the Federal Reserve taking money off the table. That is money disappearing from the market. And that is coming from somebody's pocket and not going into somebody else's. Right. But if they stop doing that and all that money they printed out, that four, two, three, four trillion, however many they done, spent, it's like, if they're only pulling off a hundred billion a month, that's one point two billion a year. That means that for the next three years, they would have to keep that pace to take all that money away. They're not going to do that because no. that money and that wealth is changing hands, and it's going to go in somebody's pocket. When the stock market has fallen through the floor and it's lost two trillion dollars, money didn't disappear. It just went into somebody else's hands and went somewhere else. Well, I even think uh, PVD brought up that point that I found funny. He's like, "How crazy it is that as the Fed." funds have risen so has the stock market risen the same way where it's like most of that money that the fed print goes straight into the market a lot of that money goes into the market so it's like if they start making that money disappear the market tanks you know what i mean the market is propped up by a lot of the money that the fed has put out into the market so going back to it when you come up as a real estate investor and you're looking at your investments Right now is not the time to take on the speculative investments. Right now is the time for you to be smart. Start investing in your education. Start investing in yourself. Make yourself healthy mind and body. You know, like, because what's going to be coming down the line is going to be perhaps very, very stressful for a lot of people. If you don't know how to manage that stress, it's going to consume you. You're going to be one of those people that you're not going to know which way is up at that point. Well, it comes down to, like, understand where your money comes from. Yeah. And if you do... If you do understand that, if you do prepare yourself and you think about it that way, you're going to thrive in whatever comes next. Because guess what? There are The majority of the people are going to panic. The majority of the people are going to struggle. And that's your opportunity. As an investor, you're going to have a lot of motivated homeowners. That's where you can come in and help out these motivated homeowners, figure out what the next steps are for them. You're going to be able to pick up real estate. You're going to be able to do deals. You're going to be able to help investors. Right now, you should be working with your buyers list, building your buyers list, building your connections. For when the market shifts, you have a good, strong buyers list that you can depend on. Because most of the buyers that we've been seeing right now that have been outbidding every single project, every single property, they're going to be gone. They don't understand like, They don't understand money and how it comes from. They don't understand why they're getting rewarded for the effort yep. they're putting in. They're pu purely speculative. They bought real estate just because it's going up and it goes up. That's it. That's their only reasoning. That's what the, the analogy is like. Money is made in good times. Wealth is made in bad times. And it's like understanding like where that stuff comes from and who your buyers are and why they're buying and do they know what they're doing? Yeah. How long have they been investing? How many houses have they flipped? Like, oh, they're two, three years. They're just getting started. They're making money. It's like, all right, they're a buyer, but I don't think that buyer is going to be buying when things get bad. Yeah. Because like they, they're the type of people that are like, oh, I made money. So now let me increase my lifestyle. I'm going to go buy that fancy car because I've made a bunch of money the last two years. And it's like, that is a depreciating asset. That is not a savvy thing to be spending your money on. 
Yeah. So, I mean, definitely learn. I mean, it, we go back to it. What's going to get you out of this is financial education. 